Uh, by the time you receive this, probably going to be your Tuesday. But I got on here late tonight. I felt like I had a word tonight. I, I only get on here usually when I have a word and stuff. But it's also because I felt like the body of Christ is kind of in a funky place. <clears throat> doesn't feel like December. Um, I feel like that a lot of people are anxious about uh, the coming days ahead for what's what we're looking at probably in 2023. And after having a discussion today with some prophetic friends and teammates and things like that, and just trying to get a, a feel for where the body of Christ is at. I mean, in what I'm sensing versus, versus what other people are sensing, I'm kind of feeling like people are very apprehensive about what's coming in 20. I just want to encourage you, first of all, I know I've posted um, some different things on social media and I haven't been telling you everything actually, because I don't want to make everybody more anxious than they already are. And that's not a negative thing to say. I'm just being honest, but um, God, I'm going to share first of all, some words that the Lord has been showing me even last night. And that's probably about as far as I'll go. And then I will let the Lord uh, just lead me through the rest of this. Um, but yeah, I feel like the body's anxious. And so I wanted to get on here and kind of talk to you a little bit about um, truth and trying to get yourself to step into truth. Because I was shocked too by the message tonight um, because you said kind of gauge where the body of Christ is at um, versus last year. Sure, because I keep my Bibles and I write my notes in my Bible, so I always go back and I compare notes from last year to this year to find out how much growth has taken place. And I was shocked because message is the same, message is the same with what God is talking to me about still, um, from the last couple of years, and He's still talking about the same thing. And I'm sensing by the Spirit at the same place, and so I preach it again to you. And hopefully a different spin. But I want to encourage you by telling you first the prophetic words for 2023 that he spoke to me about last night. And, I, you know, it's funny. I asked the Lord one-on-one. Um, -on -one, I talk all day, every day, usually. And he was just bantering back and forth talking. But I asked him, and I always know when it's really a, a right now word, too. Because I asked him, I said, why is it that I can be myself around you, Lord, but I can't ever be myself around most in the body? Christ. There's only a few that really, really operate in deep love and whatnot. And his response was in, is interesting to me because he said, well, for one, if they don't know who they are in me, they're going to lack identity, which means they don't know who they are in me. They don't know who they know who you are in him. Um, you don't have an identity. You probably struggle with a lot of different things. But he said, and people without identity reject those with identity because of the insecurity it evokes. So it's expecting people to show unconditional love or acceptance when they don't even have love for self or for me says the lord because you have to love yourself love others um is like asking for someone to give something they don't have people can't give what they don't have so if you don't have that capacity and that level of jesus in you then you don't have the capacity to give it to others around you and so that's a big deal that's a big deal in this hour that's a good thermometer gauge if you will to help you see how well you relate with christ not to mention other people around you 
Um, and the Lord said, it's also why they act so loveless. Because in reality, if they don't know me, their heart is reflecting who they really are. Because the heart will always reflect the truth of who we really are. What's in your heart will come outside. And when, thank you, Holy Spirit. And when truth draws near, this is something, because the message again tonight is about truth. Um, when truth draws near, you have to understand something about truth. Truth, God is all truth. God is the way, the truth, and the life. If God is the way, the truth, and the life, that means when truth comes in the room, and God told us, truth is coming, ready or not, here he comes. Now he's saying, ready or not, here I am. So when truth walks in the room, judgment's right behind him, always, because truth opens the door for inspection. And Lord's, the Lord's revealing what's inside us, and he's judging what's inside us if what's inside us aligns with him. So it's what we're talking about coming out of uh, October, November, December, when we get into the, the fight between the uh, serpent side of ourself versus the eagle side of ourself. And if you haven't dealt with that serpent side of yourself, you need to go through deliverance. That's an indicator that you need to go to deliverance. Another indicator is when you don't like the truth being told to you, you get people get mad at people like me or others because I'm not the only one. Because truth is starting to show up on a lot of different speakers right now. And the Lord says, ready or not, here I am. And so just because you reject the truth doesn't mean it's going away. And so this is a predicament the body's finding herself in right now. And again, I'm not. I'm still praying about the other part of the word that he gave me, but I'm apprehensive about releasing it yet. He hasn't given me a go ahead, so I'm going to hold off on it. But I'm going to read you what he did show me last night. But the 2023 prophetic word, God said, I set Jezebel up. And the Lord had Jezebel strike the purest part of his heart in 2022 because he was exposing all who operate in it. And when another spirit outside of the most holy God touches the deepest part of his being, it's God's way of saying, you didn't touch them. You touched me. Now, so now I have no other choice but to deal with you because of your lack of respect for holiness. They might not look like me, but they definitely don't look and act like you. And I don't go on looks, says the Lord. I go on who they stay close to. And your denial, self-inflicted blindness, will not spare you because you chose not to see who they housed inside. But I didn't, says the Lord. I know who dwells near me. That's the second word. The third word for 2023 is for the authentic. And for those of you who stayed true to the Lord and who've remained true to the Lord all these years, and I'm not saying go pat yourself on the back. I'm just saying I am going to say good for you for uh, remaining loyal to him because or remaining true to yourself is what I want to say too because those people that stay true to themselves and they don't become conformed to the apparatus of religion or to that plasticness that tried to come onto the body you wouldn't compromise that's that's a lack of compromising really indicative of your heart condition which is really good but the Lord says this for you he said for the authentic during this year of, pur of the purge he's going to be purging a lot of people from lack of truth this year. He said, but you, authentic people, will be used to show others a truer, more truthful way to walk. And authenticity pays. That's what he says. Because only the love of Christ 
could have helped you stay true to you and him. The Lord says, but I'm what you were looking for and wanted all along. So you were recognized about love versus um, the lie of religion. And so you were able to differentiate between the two. So good for you. So into the fourth word that he gave me. And so far, this makes, I think, about 12 parts of the word for 2023. I've given you the first two quadrants. Um, this is the third quadrant of it. And I'm not going to, I don't know how many he's going to give me, but I'll just keep writing until he empties my spirit of it. But, um, pardon me. He says, when truth shows up, when God shows up in all truth, you can't help but be who you are or who you really are. Because the fiery pressure of Christ drawing near a vessel pressurizes the saint and the sinner alike. This is the reason for all the crazy behavior in people these days. So those are the third quadrant of the prophetic word for 2023 that I feel like God's telling me. And uh, I'm, I'm, I'm excited. I'm not going to say I'm not excited. I think that people who have chosen to get free um, are going to be really doing a lot better in 2023 and they're going to be a good uh, a good what do you say it's a good gauge for you to determine or discern how to walk in freedom or more freedom for your own life if that's what you're looking for hopefully this year that's what's going to help you progress but um let's let's jump into the word for december the 6th and again if you're on december the 7th this is still a right now word because even if you jump into december 7th um, talking about pretty much the same thing. So it's out of the book of Hosea. And he's talking about the church acting as a prostitute. Prostituting after every but God. And, you know, it's interesting too because I don't have my notes in front of me. I'm just going to free flight or whatever you call it. Just just preach out of here like I normally do. Um, I don't normally do it. Actually, I haven't done it in a long time. I usually type out my notes, but I'd rather talk to you and just speak by the Spirit to you. But it's talking about false worshipers and their ignorance. Ignorance of false worshipers. And how when leaders only teach religion and not the truth. Because you're afraid of offending people. You're afraid of stepping out into areas that mm, I don't know if I'm comfortable teaching that. How about you just flow with the spirit? How about you just preach what the Lord puts in your spirit and just flowing with that instead of trying to control and... Uh, and lead the conversation instead of letting the Holy Spirit lead the conversation because the Holy Spirit knows what hearts need. And sometimes, and this is what I'm finding too. And by the way, I want to thank my listeners too for those of you out there. We've, we're, we're growing. Praise God. As well as growing, we're up to like four, seven, six right now. 700 or something. I don't know. But almost 5,000 people. So praise God. Apparently, some people are looking for truth. So that is great news now where the body of Christ is stepping into and that's super encouraging to me because it shows me that people are looking for answers and they're looking for what God say before you are out there you know I don't know about you pardon me but I, and I can't say you know I'm going to put myself in the sheep's position I think some of the most profound words I've ever been given were under the leading of the Holy Spirit and it just happened matter of fact this last Sunday where the guy went off script and he told him, he said, I'm not going to follow anything in my notes. He goes, I'm part from what the Holy Spirit's talking about. And so am I tonight. I'm going to do this too because I believe that's where you make the most impact. 
when you follow the leading of the Holy Spirit. And so in this hour, people are looking for answers, looking for strong answers. Um, I believe that's part of the reason why people are anxious too, because they don't seem to have answers. And so if they can't find the answers in the body of Christ, where do they go? Where do they go? And if you're too afraid to speak the truth in your bodies, and you're too afraid of offending people for fear of your pocketbook being affected, then you're in a world of hurt because right now God's not worried about that. He's worried about you being to him. And so he's worried about you taking care of them or the sheep because they should be number one on your agenda if you're a leader and how to get them free. And and that's what God's focused on this hour because I'm disappointed with the church, right? That's the word I've been giving. I'm not going to delve too deep into that, but he is disappointed. Because, and this is what I've been picking up for two days, um, it feels like tried every which way Sunday to make himself, or to make himself uh, be welcome in the house of God. Yet, everybody's so afraid of letting the Holy Spirit move that they're doing everything to control, and it keeps him out. And so, he's going to a people group, let him in. Want him near him, or near them. And so this leads us to Hosea 5.3, which says, You left me as a prostitute leaves her husband. Left your first love. And you've gotten caught up in uh, routine. And you've gotten caught up in structure. And you've gotten caught up in what makes you feel comfortable versus the truth. Versus operating in all truth. Because, And this is what I believe is also contributed to um drawing society away from God and drawing society away from God's ways because had we been operating in all truth, we wouldn't have to be seeking so hard after him in this hour trying to find our way back to the ancient pathways and the ancient of days. The ancient pathways and the ancient of days are getting back to the basics of love. That's where they are. I mean, that's what it is. And so I'm going to read to you from Hosea 4, 1 through 5, 15. I'm going to talk a little bit about it to you. Um, but it says, hear the word of the Lord, O people of Israel. The Lord has brought charges against you. It means the Lord has filed a lawsuit against the people of God in the courts of heaven, saying there's no faithfulness, there's no kindness, no knowledge of God in your land or in your heart. You make vows and you break them, you kill and you steal, and then you commit adultery. There's violence everywhere, one murder after another. And this is why your land is in mourning, or it's not producing. And it's why everybody's wasting away. It's why everybody is acting like they're dead, or they're the walking dead, because everybody has gotten away from the truth about who God says he is versus who people think he is. And so when you away from God's ways. Thank you, Holy Spirit. When you get into your own ways and you start compromising, that's been a word God's been putting in my spirit all day is compromise, compromise. I'm thinking, did I come? It has to do, I think, with what he's talking about tonight. He knew I was going to talk to you guys tonight. But make excuses not to live the truth. When you try to make excuses for your own ways versus the way of Yahweh and you try to when you demand your own way, hello, love never demands its own way, then you get into trouble. That's when you start running into a bar ditch and you start opening yourself up to demonic activity. 
coming in and hitting you in other places of your life. And so God loves you so much that he's trying to get the door shut to you so you quit wasting away. Part of your life going through death. And, and the other part of this is, thank you, Holy Spirit. I think this is a big contributing factor right now to the influx of witchcraft. A lot of you have been just like open conduits for witchcraft to flow through because of compromise. And because you're so determined to wait sometimes that you get that if you wait on the Lord, due season, you'll reap a harvest. But we've got a season and we've got a society that's so used to this McDonald's drive through mentality of I want it yesterday. And God's saying, your ways aren't my ways. And if you don't faint, you don't give up in due season, you'll reap a harvest. And so because of that mentality of I want it yesterday, we've gotten into this attitude of, well, entitlement. I'm entitled these good things therefore i will make it happen myself and where do you think that has landed a lot of different people i think it's landed a lot of people in a bar ditch a lot of people in a bar ditch lord saying even the wild animals the birds of the sky and the fish of the sea are disappearing what says don't point your finger at somebody else when i'm talking to you don't point it point it at yourself I'm talking to you. He said, don't try to pass the blame. And he goes, because my complaint is against you, but my biggest complaint is with you leaving. So you will stumble in broad daylight and your false prophets will fall with you in the night. And I will destroy Israel, your mother. Because my people are being destroyed because they don't know me. Because you priests refuse to know me. And so I refuse to recognize you as my priest. <clears throat> indignation, a righteous indignation, is where people defile themselves with garbage, i.e. religion, um, based around idolatry, harlotry, which is how the church forsakes truth and goes after a lie. It's an idol. It's an idol. And it's the excuses that we make or our own shortcomings when truth walks in the room or because we've twisted the truth to fit our own narrative because we don't want to deal with our own heart condition. Thank you, Holy Spirit. I think the hardest thing to do, and this is just came, this just came up in one of my prophetic words that he had me post <clears throat> this last week. Pardon me. Let me find it. I find it again. This because it was a hard word. On my social media, here it is. It says, the year for mega cleansing. That's it, Lord, thank you. Lord, anyone tries to be their own God, only a matter of time where the life crumbles because man cannot sustain anything without God's help. Yep. Not, he not everyone who speaks with the Spirit is from God. Matter of fact, many, many hearts prayed, prayed to create you scripture through demons in this hour without their own knowledge. It's called strange fire. Trading with an idol. You know, you've heard me talk a little bit about, I think it was on Friday, I was talking about trading. Who do you trade with? And I've talked to you about uh, the Maseroth, talked to you about the Zodiac, and how the enemy's main objective is to get you into your flesh, locked into your flesh, which is where we find a majority of the church right now. It's about 80% of the church. And if you didn't catch my word when I was talking to you, I think last Friday, I was also talking about how revival, Right now is starting 
But we're in the times like Elijah, who is running from Jezebel, by the way. How many of you true prophets feel like you're running from Jezebel right now? Like, um, but where Elijah was sitting under the juniper tree, and he was, oh, woe is me. You know, when God was um telling him, Why are you why are you whining and complaining, Elijah? Well, there's nobody else holy left. Chris, there's seven hundred other prophets there. And so he found out quickly that God had preserved a remnant of prophets of true godly leaders and godly sheep who were going to help him in his journey, which is indicative of where the body of Christ is at right now. But I don't think the church gets it. I don't think the church really gets it. And, and I really believe, too, that's why a lot of people get angry at the word here because they feel like, oh, you're just too hard on the sheep or, oh, you're just... That's just just not how God is. Yes, it is. Go check out other pages right now. The leaders that are being raised up, the true prophets that are being raised up, not the false Jezebels, the true prophets, and they're all speaking the same thing. And the tone is very truthful. It's very blunt in your face. Only one. But it's the place now where the church finds herself because she's found herself weighed in the balance. And God is saying, because you wouldn't let me in. And this is for 2023 as well. That we're saying this church right now. Because you wouldn't let me in the last 50 years. Just a few of you would. said, I've taken my revival to be starting outside of the church. And the very few that have been like little treasure troves in the church, there's a few treasure troves in the church that are of leaders, and a few of the sheep, but not a lot, because a lot of the church is sick, um, and they're stuck underneath this apparatus of religion. So God says, I pulled out a remnant outside of the church 30, 35 years ago, and I drew them out to preserve them away from the spirit of religion so that they wouldn't be contaminated so I would have a remnant, a true remnant. And I'm going to use these few leaders that are still in the church. And boy, do they have a hard, they've got a hard walk to me. I'm telling one of my relatives that today, you've got a hard walk. I go, because you really operate in a strong gift of love. And you have amongst, because I, I know that church, they operate in Jezebel. And I was just like, God, that's a hard calling. And Lord, I have to deal with it around me, even as a public speaker right now. But I mean, that's hard. That's hard for leaders the church to deal with because it's day in and day out and so long story short god was showing me he's going to be using these sprinkled leaders in this church to guide they're, they're being used to hopefully help the body that will listen if they will listen but if not they're going to be used to mesh with these people that god is drawing back in himself from the church and he's going to start or they're out in society but he's going to start growing them up through leaders like this and hopefully helping to draw the body back in orderly balance. That's a God of order. And, and that's what God is about. He's a God of order. He's a God of balance. He's not far left fringe, far right fringe. That's, that's crazy trained. Um, he is a God of order. So he's trying to draw us into all truth, which brings order. And so that's what he's going to do. That's what he's been telling me about. But he's not real happy with the church right now. And a matter of fact, he's so unhappy with the church right now he's telling a lot of people in the church which i'll just say it i'll go can i say it holy spirit okay i'll say it 
He just said I could say it. Um, he's telling the church, you can go to the end of the line because you kicked me out, haven't let me in. Therefore, I'll deal with you last for those of you. Unless you learn how to stand up and get free in me, says the Lord, then you'll probably garner his attention. But I, that's what he's telling me for the church right now. So back to this, he's unhappy with the church. He's unhappy with the leaders. And um, said that when ha- when this happens, when leaders refuse, they forget about the spiritual laws of God and how he blesses his children. And the more priests there are, the more they sin against him. So basically, they've exchanged the glory of God for the shame of idols. And that's the, something, too, the Lord's been talking about, too. I don't think they really that they've actually exchanged uh, the truth of God and the glory of God for an idol. I don't think we recognize how idol worship is so prevalent and what that constitutes. I mean, do you realize that when you trade the truth away for just pacifying your eyes, that instead of telling people that might make them uncomfortable but would change their life, trading yourself and making yourself a little G, saying, well, you know, I know more than God. I'll just tell them what makes me feel comfortable. God didn't tell you to say that. If he didn't tell you to say that at all, if you're not saying what he says, then you don't need to be saying anything at all. But it's it's saying the truth so that the people can get focused or refocus back on him to walk in all truth, to be prepared for the time that they're now living in. Because hello, we're entering into 2023 right now, and 2023 is going to be a year of major, major pressure for the less mature people. And they're not anywhere prepared for what's fixed. And they could have been prepared. Had you been more willing on yourself as a leader and tell them the truth, the truth about what constitutes God's ways versus your ways are not man's way or your ways are not God's ways. So when people bring their sin offerings to the priest and the, only the priests get fed, the people are glad, the priests are glad to overlook the sin of the sheep. Basically, it's what these priests are doing, what these leaders have been doing in the past is they've been looking out for their pocketbooks instead of looking out. When you should not let pocketbook, because God's your provider. So God is saying, this is an hour now. I'm going to be, and I'm taking the elsewhere because I've got to get them prepared for the days ahead. We're looking in pretty tumultuous times. And they're not anywhere near ready to step into them. So God's got to get them ready. God said, what the priests do, the people do also. What the leadership does, the people do also. I've seen this as well. I've seen this prevalently in the church as well, where you see bad behaviors in leadership. What happens at the head? Oil on the beard of Aaron. People see that as an acceptable behavior. They forget honor. They forget discipline. They forget all these characteristics of God's fruit of his spirit. And they start throwing eyes, all because of what you led them into, what you exemplified around them. I'm saying not to be human if you have a bad day, but I am saying there's a way. That's the way of Yahweh, and those aren't my. Those aren't your. Way. So those are things we have to practice if we want around them. All right. And so Lord is saying in the sour. Um. So now the Lord's saying I'm going to punish both the priests to obey. 
their wicked, wicked deeds, and they will eat and still be hungry. They will play the prostitute, gain nothing from it, for they have deserted the Lord worship other God. They've gotten caught up in personal wine, which has robbed my people, says the Lord, of their understanding. They've asked for a piece of wood for advice. I think a stick can tell them the future. Long after idols, which has now made them foolish. And so, this is part of the reason we've seen witchcraft. The church. I think a lot of the godly people that refuse to compromise like this. It's also why we've seen Jezebel creep into the church, as well as narcissism and abuse, demanding to call this filth God. You see people acting like hell. You see leaders acting like hell. And nobody knows what they're doing behind the scenes. And hello, thank you, Holy Spirit. We've seen uh, the White Hats now calling leaders saying there are going to be leaders in the church in this hour that it's going to blow your mind as to who becomes exposed and who they're big-name people who you thought you could count on to represent the Lord. And God's exposed them all, fixing to expose all the Jezebel. It's the demise, the year of the demise of Jezebel. So God's saying, quit excusing away the pain of your own deception and the pain that it's caused me, says the Lord, and those who are truly loving around you. Because it hurts people when you don't stand up. Somebody always says, that means you're willing to live a lie. Thank you, Holy Spirit. You're willing to live a lie and create an elephant which lives in the room in the middle of your whole congregation or in your house in order not to have to deal with your own comfort of having a, of the backlash of what it might be. So this is the things, this is one the big thing that the Lord's getting rid of in 2023. He's tired of people living a lie. He's not living a lie with you. So he says, even leaders are having time now with the darkness. Um, and it's because of the witchcraft that's crept into the church. And he said, but when the biggest thing I think leaders are having a hard time with, and, and it's it's being able to discern who's operating in witchcraft and who's not. And, and it, it um, my biggest concern about 10 years ago, because I saw it starting to happen, was when I started seeing prophets start to get around people who operated in Jezebel. And that's that main, that's a, that spirit's main prerogative, is to get up around leadership, to pollute the prophetic gifting, so that the leader is compromised to where that spirit have a field day and make decisions for that leader, unless the leader's strong enough to stand up to it. And you recognize what it is. You're saying, no, get your butt in deliverance ministry or leave. Bottom line. That's the truth. That's how it works here. And this is one thing I've been preaching for the last eight years. It's like, we don't tolerate that as a ridiculous will. Excuse me, I'm tired. Uh, but we don't tolerate it here at all. We ask you politely, hey, come over here to our healing group and we want to take you to deliverance or you can leave. <laughs> That's your only two options. But we're not going to have you disrupt the whole team and create strife and relational division because people usually that operate in that spirit do those very things because of their own need for attention or their own need to drive the ship. They don't know how to submit to authority. And God's a God of honor. He's, he's a God of submitting to authority. He's a God about uh, honoring other people, being respectful to other people, respecting boundaries. And that spirit knows no boundaries. So once you let it in, it takes a mile or it takes 
more than a mile. But what's happening in this hour is that leaders are now giving the okie dokie to plastic Christianity. And it's leading people into a snare and into Jezebel. So the Lord is saying, it's time to clean this mess up. I want this mess up. And so the Lord says, I'm tired of you playing the prostitute. I'm tired of you deserting me and serving other gods. You say you want to serve me. And then you have the audacity in your prayer time. We want a revival. But you're not doing anything to allow me to clean you up, to prepare you for my presence. And then you get upset when I say, I can't use you anymore. I've got to go over here for use person. Because I'm on a time schedule, says the Lord. And I'm not willing to waste any more time. And I'm not changing my mind about what I decided to do. I'm moving on out and through. I'm on a timeline. You missed your opportunity. And this is what we're finding. People are selling their birthrights. They're literally selling their birthrights for a bowl of stew. For selfish behaviors because they don't want to do the hard things that God's telling them to do. Like confronting people or standing up to difficult people. These are part, this is part of being a leader. This is part of your calling. So, Lord's saying, you're, you're offering, I'm tired of you offering sacrifices to idols on the mountaintops. And they go up to the hills to burn incense and the pleasant shade of oaks and poplars and the temperate trees. This is why your daughters turn to prostitution and your daughter-in-laws commit adultery. It's why you're allowing sin to carry itself on. And it's perpetuating itself and perpetuating itself. The Lord says, no more, no more. So the Lord says, though you, Israel, are a prostitute. May Judah not be guilty of such things. Do not join the false worship at Gilgal or Beth Avon. And do not take oaths there in the Lord's name. Israel is stubborn, like a stubborn heifer. So should the Lord feed like a lamb in a lush pasture. No, leave Israel alone because she's married to A lot of you are so meshed. You don't even know you're caught up in this. And by the way, let me thank you, Holy Spirit. Um, I know this is intense for December, but I really believe the Lord loves you so much. And trying to lighten your load come January, if you'll just listen and trust. Thank you. The Lord says, there's no easy way to prepare you for 20. It's going to be a difficult year for some who have refused in the past seasons. Now it's, I'm six years. Long time. The truth, the truth. He's trying to clean you up. He's trying to clean you up. And you say you want to go back to the of days then it starts with you it starts with you and you've got to change you which means ways to match Yahweh you can't in the same devilish behaviors thinking oh he's just going to overlook you he will overlook you he'll go on to the next vessel if you refuse to change and he'll just draw a spirit back that's what's happening right now to a lot of different people in ministries we're seeing all his back and and then they act so badly, and they're trying to say everybody else around them. And he's like, "You stop me! Something's up, God! It's happening! It's happening, baby!" Acts five thirty. 
God, if he made up his mind or something. So he's trying to clean you up and he's trying to wake up where he actually has to bring judgment. And God's judgment actually doesn't work now. And it's it's the water behind a dam getting ready to break. And it's rottenness of the bone God's trying to destroy. And also so God's like, I, I'm trying to get your attention or I have to bring something more perilous onto the scene. And we don't want that. I don't know about you, but I want that. I don't want that. I don't want that. Thing up there correctly, sorry. But if you haven't noticed, God back his spirit. His spirit a little bit. And with that, he's trying to call the true remnant leaders level anointing for this hour. So if you felt like that, thank you, Holy Spirit. How do I go into that? Um, I believe because a lot of you, if you're a front runner especially, trying to get you step into a high level of faith and into a level of truth. Truth. Yes. And with that, um, it makes you feel like you're in a valley, dry, dry bones, which is what I'm getting ready to work on here. Or you feel like you've done something wrong. No, what if you're doing I'm just preparing for this new anointing that's coming on the scene right now. Our level higher uh level of my spirit to operate in you. Nothing can stop it. Uh, not your enemies, not the witchcraft, not prayers. I've chosen my vessel. You're one of them. Uh, you're marked by God. And so it's trying to get you higher if you've been obedient this hour, even as a leader. And so don't get dismayed is what I tell you. Don't get discouraged with what's going on around you. Because, I mean, we're all going through. We're all going through. The level of warfare is through the roof um, while God is starting to rid Jezebel from amongst us, saying, God, Spirit, send it to him. Um, but it, he's ridding us of the old enemies that were uh, things that we've dealt with in past seasons, and he's readying us to level uh, the revival. But it's going to cost you. That's what he's been telling me now weeks new anointings new anointing you get east in this new place as god is teaching to come deeper into himself and that's part of that pressure that's starting okay so i'm telling you the people who have been obedient past seasons get free from the things that so easily beset them they're going to do better with the squeezing as opposed to the people below sides of the map see, God loves those people, too. So he loves us all enough. That's going to be comfortable for the lower ones. Saying, I love you enough to include the process. So this is the new place. We've Let's move into 2 John 1, 1-13. And this is actually a letter about truth and love, or truth and security, where John was writing a letter to the elder who's he was writing to the chosen lady and her children. He said, whom I love in the truth, as does everyone else who knows the truth, because the truth lives in us 
and will be with us forever. He says, if anyone comes to your meeting and does not teach the truth about Christ, don't invite that person into your home or give any kind of encouragement. Anyone who encourages such people becomes a partner work. Meaning you become who you hang around. So when you've got leaders trying to condone this stuff from the you're not truth. In fact, you're not having the the courage to confront other leaders for that matter, if you're a leader. You're not confronting not just you're not confronting anyone because of your fear of what it might cost you. If you're there to teamwork and network and you're there to build your name, you're there to build your your numbers and your members or whatever it is that you've got your focus on besides him, Lord said, it'll cost you in this hour. If you deny truth and you don't stand up in truth now, Lord says you'll be falling away. Because if you don't learn to stand in truth when it counts, what are you going to do when it's really heavy? What are you going to do when things really get hot and dark? Are you just going to say, well, I guess it's because one thing builds upon another. So God's saying, you've got to stand up in all truth now. He's already sending the testings our way. And so he's asking us, what are you going to do? How are you going to take the test? Are you going to pass the test? Are you going to have integrity? Are you going to do what's right, even when everything around you is pointing like, oh, this is going to cost me if I do this. The Lord said, you better. You better. Because I'm testing you to see if I can take you higher. If I can't, you get to go around the mountain again. The critical, critical juncture we're standing at right now, and a lot of people are already getting caught up in all this this, I don't want to be rude in saying this, but I will be blunt about it. They're, they're getting caught in kind of wussy behavior. It's like you're looking more yourself, and love is never, it's never self-oriented. It's others-oriented. And so in this day, we're saying in this time, if God's way then your way, this is what's happening with leaders, by the way, because you're going to find yourself just truth. This is what happened to the leaders in John's day, where they were forced to choose God's way or their way. And when God's way gets into a person's way and they don't like what Yahweh has to say, then they dismiss him as being irrelevant so that they can dismiss their own narcissistic dysfunction or their selfish behavior. Whatever is on your motive list. So you have to do a heart check there and you have to ask for it. God. You have to include him in everything. Thank you, Holy Spirit. God's been telling me last week and a half, if I didn't say it, it's most likely not. And I've been learning this when I was talking to our intercessors about prayer and about how to learn if something's of God. You're praying God or not. And the Lord's saying, I'm the word. And if I'm the word and Word with an unholy thinking that I'm going to honor Lord said you think thinking because I'm the word said. and so if you're not the word that demon is trying to get God in an unholy way trying to force your will into a situation versus God's will God says that word to fall to the ground he doesn't have to honor anything what he's basically trying to teach the body right he's showing the body Who's God and who's not? He's trying to get us to quit judging one another, quit uh, abusing one another, and quit being narcissistic with one another so that we can actually come into deeper levels of love because there are certain things love never says or does. If you know his nature, if you don't know him, then you're not going to know his ways. Most likely, 
you don't have a relationship, or at least not like you thought you did. So you need to do a heart check. You need to reevaluate your heart and see where your, where your heart's standing. Unless this truth is always strong, no matter how it looks. Doesn't no matter doesn't matter how it feels. And Lord's saying in this hour, when I say thou shalt not, what part of that first commandment is misunderstood? When I said thou shalt not, what part of that statement do you Because when God tells us not to do something, Deuteronomy 27 and 28, if you do this, you get this. So as we enter into this new level in 2023, God's saying you consider. Because if you don't consider your ways and you step in or you try to step in, Lord says you will get judged. We'll get judged. We'll cost some their life because of their refusal to acknowledge God's ways. God says you can't. Come close to a holy God any old way you and it's not going to cost you something. It will either cost you, you'll go through the fire so you can, or the fire will burn you up. This is a really, really serious that we're stepping into. And I think this is part of what John was trying to convey as he was talking to the body of Christ in this time. So we're going to move on into Psalms 125, 1 through 5, where he's talking about. Trust and security. What happens when we give our life? And I'm not going to say because I've been struggling with it even as And it's because of the times we live in, I think. And the test. So new level, new devil. So you have to realize that when you're being tested, when, you're, when you've got the onslaughts of the enemy trying to come at your faith and trying to hammer you down and trying to get you uh, into a faith crisis, or into an anxiety attack or whatever you want to call it. I mean, it's going gonna, it's gonna to cause you to have to have more trust, trust in the Lord to know who's God and who's not, or you're going to go on down your pathway to fix it yourself. And I don't know about you, but I didn't ever fix anything well myself. I made a bigger mess of things. So he's talking about those who trust in the Lord are as secure as Mount Zion. They will not be defeated, but they'll endure forever. The mountains around Jerusalem. And he says where there's no accountability. Oh, this goes back to the prior one, but I'll read it because it's just good with John. He says, where there's no accountability, run. When leaders refuse to confront tough issues, run. That's what they're saying about John. But trust and security. Um, this is kind of where the body of Christ is at right now. Because the body of Christ kind of feels stripped down to studs already. And, um, but God did it very, very purposefully. Because he was trying to act, rescue many from judgment. So if you've been going through a lot of deliverance already and the Lord's been like, I want to bring you deeper into me. What's it? I did it where you would be completely reliant on the knowing uh, in charge and not. And it's to keep you safe from judgment. But Lord's saying, power. Um, I'm trying to surround my he said, if I can surround you with my glory, which is that the wicked will not rule, which is what my says, the wicked will not rule godly, but then the God, but then the godly might be tempted to do it. So you have to know who you are. It's an identity issue. Um, you have to be very, very sound in 
whose you are versus which is why you have to be able to say this is right You're not calling right wrong and wrong right your courage to stand up in the face of it stand up against these types of activity where God has so the Lord says oh do good to those who are good and whose hearts are but banish those who turn to the crooked ways take them away you know I'm seeing it all around me right now. seeing people compromise for a bowl of stuff. they'll give their birthright in the away. quick fix or an opportunity to have with their moment without realizing it's a t- in the face of adversity if you would have the courage stand up and get wrong or would you just like and sell your birth is that you Because this is a, a, a pivotal place. Let's say. And in order for you to step anew, you've got to pass this. Because I have to know where I'm taking, with where I'm taking you, up against the adversity. This is the level I'm t- looking for true, the honorable, the good, the pure, and the lovely, the true virtue. That are willing to stand no matter what comes. And they're not compromised. Which brings us to Proverbs 9 through 11 as I wrap up. I just thought this was so uh, imperative for where we're at as a body. It's why I chose to do the rev tonight instead of tomorrow. Catching the replay, but I catch on Friday live. I just felt like it was really, really important for the body of Christ. This is what Proverbs. And it states, if a wise person takes a full court, they'll be ranting, ridiculed, no satisfaction, bloodthirsty, but the up. Then it states that vent their anger, why? Tell the you. Tell the you. Well, the you. Hold on to truth. Hold your peace. You'll like like Sorry. Um, how well do you hold your peace? I I really believe stepping in as we gotten to we're twenty. If you've been getting to um, you're going to do, hopefully Ezekiel's going to be, hopefully here, trying to guide you guys interested in getting deliverance. That's what our goal is for you. Um, we're going to be starting, actually, a class. 30. Where we can start readying you guys for deliverance. God's that you don't get left in a if this is new to you 
never been taught to move through the teach you about that through January 1 through January or you know, the next year as we move throughout the year. C1, C2, C3. And we're teaching you how to grow up in God while taking you and gleaning you, helping you to glean understanding, but helping you to attain each of the tribes, teaching you to move from the outer courts into the inner court, which is the heart. And only the people, by the way, who are willing to get cleaned up, those are people, David, are the ones that are going to be moving in. So if that's not you, then you're in for a world of hurt. And that's what God is trying to be negative. Now, like, I'm not, I know everybody's saying, well, that's not a prophetic word. That's not true. Go read your book. Go read the Bible. Prophets gave warnings. I'm not always just to make people feel good. I'm here to tell you the truth. What God is saying for 2023. A year of pressure, a year for mega inner healing, and a year for you to advance and dip levels, mega, mega levels. And that's God trying to get you ready for what He's trying to take you in. So, with that, I'm going to let you go and I'm going to go jump into bed and get myself a good night. Hopefully, I'll see you. But until then, no. Bye bye, guys.